give me a job, give me a job. I promise that I'm qualified, so please don't be a snob. Give me a job, give me a job. If you don't give me a job, I'm going to scream. Hey. Guys, uh, welcome to episode four of Give Me a Job. I'm Harper Atlas. And I'm Julie Gasha. As always, we are here to talk about design, tech, diversity, and entry-level experience. So you guys may have noticed we are joined by a special guest today. Um, this is Allison Martin. She's a product designer, supermom, hand letterer, full-time RVer, and just general badass. Uh, welcome <laughs> to Give Me a Job, Allison. Hi, thank you for having me. Um, yeah, it's great to have you here. Uh, before we dive in, how are you doing today in this uh, Thanksgiving week, November 2020? <laughs> yeah, this week's going by so fast. I realized that we are leaving tomorrow and I haven't packed. I haven't done anything. I have barely prepared myself, but we were leaving yesterday. So at least I have two extra days. It's a chaotic week for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, and Judy, how about you? How are you doing? Amazing. Uh, really good. I, uh, today, uh, we have such a beautiful weather. I think today it's the last day that's going to be beautiful. Tomorrow it's going to be really cold. So, you know, I need to enjoy it. Uh, but yeah, other than that, all great. Sure, How yeah. about you, Harbour? Uh, I, Judy is in London. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm okay. in London. Yeah. I'm uh, trying, you know, to travel around the world and like knowing different culture, talk. Nice like talk too much probably <laughs> <laughs> never um but yeah to, to answer your question i'm i'm doing well um i'm joined for those of you who are listening and not watching my cats are actually in the window and like sleeping and so they're you can check them out on youtube if you want to see sleeping kittens in the background um but let's go ahead and dive in since it's you have a busy day allison and May as well get started and not let the anxiety build. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to be starting. Uh, first off, like, I really appreciate that you join us. And I'm so curious to know you more. So tell us about yourself. Who is Elsa Morton? Nice. Yeah, thank you. I'm excited to be here. Um, well, I am a mom. I have two little boys. They are seven and eight. We just had a birthday. Sorry to think about it for a second. Um, and one of those is uh, my son through a kinship adoption. So if anyone out there is a kinship adopter or adoptee or any of that, love to know you because it's a small world. There aren't a whole lot of us um, out there because it's it's a hard road and uh, it's not something we tend to share a lot of. So um, that and I live in an RV uh, with my family and we have two pets. So there are six of us in this RV and it's, it's a full house oh. and I'm a UX designer. So I just started doing that and yeah, that's why I'm here. Wow. Um, well, I do have a lot of questions, but let's start with this. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were you doing before diving into UX? Yeah. So right before I was in sales, I had a sales leadership position. And before that I was doing wedding calligraphy and print design. And um, that was, I felt like it, it went well, but it wasn't making the money to be worth the sacrifices. Mm -hmm. And before that, I was a project manager, which is where I got into tech and really fell in love with 
product design and things like that. I just wasn't the designer. And so um, it was a totally different world. So why did you decide to get into UX? Yeah, so I had always really admired designers and I had always wanted to be one secretly, but never felt like I was good enough and uh, couldn't afford the professional training. And so I just always kind of stayed on the outside and did other things. And when I found out about Lambda School having a UX program and they have the ISA, so you don't have to pay ahead of time, um, that was a big deal for me. And um, it was the first time I'd ever heard the official title UX because it had been a really long time since I had been in tech. And I was like, oh, heck yes, this is this is it. This is what I've always wanted to do. It brings all of my passions together. It's... Um, I get to do the design and learn how to do this design, but I also really get to be involved with the users, which um, I think when I was a project manager, I saw the designers weren't really as much involved with the users. And um, it was more of like that waterfall sales system. And so I had, had been like, oh, I don't want to be a part of that. But I was like, oh my gosh, I get to be guided by what the users need. Heck yeah. And I love, I'm like really passionate about how people experience the internet. And so the chance to be a part of that was, I was all in. I signed up the day I found out about it. Amazing. Well, wow. <laughs> um, so you studied UX design, but now you work as product design. Is that correct? Well, I put UX product designer on my um, portfolio website because I really love the business side of things. Um but I did end up getting hired as a UX UI designer, uh, but it is kind of a hybrid role. I do a lot of, I would say, more product stuff as well. Amazing. So a lot of people like still confusing till this time. What the difference between UX and product design? Would you explain to us the difference in your opinion and your experience, yeah. of course? It's like, okay, maybe there's no difference. It's all the same. And maybe it's all different. Who knows? There are so many terms and it's, I feel like every person I talk to about this has a different opinion. But for me, being in product design means you have uh, a heavier interest in business and maybe in the sales side of things and you understand uh, the business needs as well. And yeah, the user needs do impact the business, but it can't only be about the user needs or you don't have a business and then you don't have a job. And <laughs> that stinks. I've seen what happens with that because my husband's in the startups. So uh, for me, it just means you, you are more of a holistic designer. You have a little foot in every part of the business and um, not just user interviews and user design. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so one of the things we wanted to talk to you about, because you live in an RV, as you mentioned, uh, what what is what was it like balancing being a mom and a pet parent and a wife and a full time student while living in an RV? What did that process look like? Because you're like a superhero for doing it. Uh, no, it was chaos, and I didn't always <laughs> do it right. Right. I I didn't do a great job at that. Um, <laughs> I, one of the things that has been really important living in an RV is managing your mental health and your personal boundaries and everybody having those and respecting each other's. Um, I would say we don't really get it right most of the time, but we try and it's been a learning process, especially with coronavirus and 2020. It's, you know, all of us locked in this RV 24 seven. 
Um, it's been a challenge for sure. I feel like we started to kind of get the hang of it, but a lot of that was due to the fact that um, my husband is really supportive of, he was really supportive of me going back to school and he was really supportive of my job. And he also happens to be unemployed at the moment. So that was also really convenient. Um, so it wasn't all on my shoulders, thankfully. Um, yeah, it, it was a stark contrast when we were, when the kids were younger, it was a lot of me home all the time by myself. And during the adoption, that was really challenging. And um, yeah, so it was nice to kind of have a change and us kind of working as a team together at home, even though it was cramped and crazy, at least we were all in it together. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Boundaries are so important in any space, especially when in like a very confined space. And so I think it's also really honorable to admit that you don't do it very well a lot of the time because so many people Mm -hmm. are like, I'm perfect. I do everything right all the time. I'm amazing. And I think it's, it's like humble and real to just be like, sometimes I suck at this. <laughs> and yeah. I, I mean, I always felt so isolated when we weren't doing well, when things weren't going well, I thought I was the only person um, who was failing as a mom or was struggling as a wife or, you know, whose marriage was having a hard time um, or whose finances were rough. So I strive to always talk about those things. Like right up front, I'm like, I'll tell strangers. I'm like, Oh yeah, we deal with infertility. We've done it. We've had, secondary infertility for five years and and our marriage is on the rocks and and you know these things are hard as a, a parent because I don't want people to feel alone I want people to know that they're not alone and and that's they're we're all in it together we've you know we're all human we're none of us are going to be perfect yeah that's that's awesome I I love people who are just candid and <laughs> and open that's something I actually really appreciate about you is that from the moment we met, you've just been very like, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. <laughs> uh, and I, I really love that. Um, so we would love to talk about how you got hired, which is ultimately like as a UX designer or like anyone in general um, in this capitalistic society, uh, that's our ultimate goal, right? And so one of the things that I know is really important as entry-level people is networking. Um, because it seems like we just don't get jobs if we don't do that. And I would love to know what networking looked like for you. Totally. I mean, that is 100% true. Who gets a job through just applying on the website these days? I, If it happens, I'd be impressed. Um, yeah, so when I first enrolled, I immediately started growing my Twitter presence again, which I hadn't done in years, and connecting with other UXers, people that were... Um, entry to mid-level a lot. Um, and then other people like software developers and things like that. So I I went hard on that. I spent a lot of my time, my free time, learning extra UX things, making sure my education was well-rounded and then also um, getting to know other people. Um, and then as well as LinkedIn. And then I joined Slack workshops or uh, workspaces. So I was in like, Friends of Figma and anything that had anything to do with UX or any of the tools I was using or tools I thought um, companies might be using, I joined and tried to stay present in those. And then when I graduated, I reached out to um, some people that were friends of friends who work in tech and had Zoom calls with them and like asked for their feedback on my portfolio and talked through what they looked for when they hired people and or some things that 
endeared people to them and and the opposite. And um, so I did all of that. And then the networking that ended up paying off was just knowing people through school, which I wondered if that would pay off. And it, I mean, that's exactly where I got the value, I would say, from the school was you know, that the education was fine, um, but the community was the best part. Agreed. Yeah. I think wow. we can all agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, as I said, like, I'm really curious to know you more and like know your story. And now you are hired. So I would love to know all about that. <laughs> How did you get yeah. hired? <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, a guy who had graduated from Lambda School and gone on to be a software developer at the company where I am now had posted they were looking for a UX designer in the Slack. And I reached out to him immediately and was like, um, hey, 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 like, I'm Allison. Here are the things about me. Please tell me more. I want to know you. And and then just chatted him up a whole bunch and, and asked for a referral and then um, asked him for suggestions of people to reach out to as well. And so I reached out to the VP of product and the other UX designer on, I think I reached out to the VP of product. I'm pretty sure that's who it was. And now thinking back, I'm like, are these the same people? Um, it was that or a product manager um, on LinkedIn and was like, hey, I'm applying to this. I was referred by such and such. Like this, he told me about this and he loves you guys so much and all of that. And so, um, yeah, so the company is a platform that connects vendors with affiliate marketers, which is just a really good fit for me because I've been in sales and dabbled in affiliate marketing. And um, it was just a, a perfect storm of a bunch of things that I love. Wow. Can I just say that I love your personality so much? <laughs> like, this is the first time me and you, we talk, like, uh, we are in the same school, but we haven't, like, got the chance to talk, like, you know, through Zoom or whatever, but um, I really love your personality, like, it's it's so amazing, <laughs> but... Well, thank you, because I will say that for a long time, I was extremely, extremely shy and would never have been myself on a video call <laughs> or uh, podcast recording like this, so... It's a, it's a big step. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Like, we really appreciate it. But out of curiosity, um, how many applications do you send out before you landing to this, uh, to this job? Yeah, so I was um, low-key panicking when I graduated because we were running out of our savings. Like I said, my husband's unemployed. And um, 2020, right? It's been a hard year. Yeah. And so I immediately applied to 60 jobs and was like, right out the gate. I mean, I was ready to get the endorsement with all of my endorsement materials before they even like were willing to endorse me. And um, so I, I mean, I hit the ground running and I wrote several custom cover letters. They weren't just the one click applies. I did everything and um, none of it came to anything. (laughs) So I had one, um, it was like a automated pre-screening and I failed it miserably. It was like a timed test. And I went four minutes over and cried and um, was really upset. Yeah. <laughs> but this job was just around the corner. So it worked out. <laughs> well, I'm so happy for you. But um, also, oh my God, I have a lot of questions. I'm so sorry, but I really want to <laughs> really know you more. Um, what did the hiring process look like to you or for yeah, you? Yeah, for sure. So um, the... The guy that reached out, he ended up giving me a referral. 
Uh, there was also a referral bonus in it <laughs> for him. I was like, yay, good job. Um, so that was actually awesome. Look for companies that have referral bonuses because their employees are going to be much more likely to refer you. <laughs> um, and I had a pre-screening with a headhunter kind of person. And then she set me up with the VP of product and she gave me a design challenge. So I had to do research and um, it was, I will say it was more like, what, how would you approach this? And I was like, I'm going to do it and I'm going to completely redesign this. And then I went like way past what they asked for, which can be risky, right? They're like, okay, this person doesn't understand boundaries. But I like, yeah, I know you're right. I don't, I really, really <laughs> wanted to do the best job I could. And so, I mean, I went out and found users to interview and went like full tilt into this. Um, and then I presented that to the product team and that same day got the offer, which was, I mean, I recognize how insane that sounds because I, that's not at all what I was expecting. That's amazing. Yeah, it like, was. Pat yourself on the back and that's, that's <laughs> so great. Cheers to you for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank uh, you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so the other day when we were chatting, you mentioned that uh, once you had graduated, that you utilized Lambda School's career coaches a ton. Um, and since Judy and I are are still actively looking for jobs, we would love to know what those meetings looked like. Because I know I, I'll go to the meetings and I'm like, help, but I don't really know what to ask <laughs> for. And, and so they don't feel pr- super productive. And we would yeah. love to know what like how do you how do you utilize them and what did the what did that look like? Yeah, totally. That's a great question. Um, so I I use them in a bunch of ways. I ask them to look over my cover letters or to write them with me. Like there would be times when I would schedule if you know they would schedule appointments or they would have open office hours and I would show up and um, I tried to pick the ones where it was times a day where there weren't a lot of people still online, like, cause they started offering them late at night for the part-timers and they would let the full-time come too. Um, and so I would, I would come to those and ask them to help me cultivate a cover letter or to uh, tweak my resume, things like that. But once I had an interview scheduled, I, I scheduled maybe 10 practice interviews. I did a ton. So every single round I scheduled, I think at least two practice interviews and would go through the whole interview with them. They would, you know, ask the kind of questions that they would expect to ask. You know, they would ask me like, okay, well, let's look at the email that you got. What did it say? Let's look at the company and and the people in it. And they really prepared me for, um, just about anything. I felt really well prepared and it was so nerve wracking, but the interviews where I did that, I mean, compared to interviewing for jobs in the past, man, I mean, it was totally different. I, I was, I was actually a viable candidate, you know, because of them. Um, And then I did the same thing with my um, design challenge. So I met with our design uh, leaders. I met, they, we had two at the time and I met with both of them and went through the challenge and all the things I had done. And um, they helped me tweak those things and, and make sure that it was the best that it could be. And then I did the presentation um, three or four times, I think. 
I mean, I practiced over and over and over again because I was like, I am going to, I am going to get this. <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't really think I was going to get it, <laughs> but I was determined to do my best. And and yeah, so they were extremely helpful in that way. And and I I would say I got my money's worth. They also helped me to negotiate my salary, and that's something I absolutely never ever would have done. And panicked the entire time I was doing. I like sent the email, said what what they told me to say and what I thought was fair, which I would like, this is insanity. I should have, I like, I would have accepted that first offer. This was amazing. Um, And I sweated and panicked and cried and messaged both our design leaders and like four other people were like, I'm doing this, help me. I don't know. What if they say no? What if they change their minds? What if they're like this? this girl, who is she? Um, <laughs> but it worked out and it, it really helped for, to pay for the expense of school. And I'm grateful that I did it. That's amazing. Congrats. That's, that's really mm-hmm. helpful. Cause I, yeah, like I said, I end up going to the career coaches and I'm like, I don't know what to do. So yeah. that's, that's awesome. Um, I think it does things- help to have something actionable planned. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise, it's just sort of a waste of everyone's time. Um, But speaking of your job, we would love to hear about the first few weeks of work, since many of us are so focused on getting the job that I don't think, Mm -hmm. at least for me, there's not a whole lot of thought of like, okay, I have the job, now what? Um, (laughs) Right. No, I I definitely was not ready for that. (laughs) Yeah. So we would love to hear, like, what were your first few weeks of work like? Um, How did you navigate that? And do you feel like, how do you feel about your job now? Hmm. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. I'm excited to share. I really, I really love my job, which is, I never expected. I would never have guessed. Um, so that's not once I heard the com- of the company, I just never expected in life to have a job I love this much. Um, so the first couple of weeks, first it was two days of HR training and learning just the basics. Um, and then, so the company, when I joined all of the product teams were finishing up three, no, four big projects. Um, so everything was in the final stages of design and they were replacing a person who had left the company for a a different, she had a totally different lifestyle change. (laughs) And she was like, I'm going to travel. And so Um, I came into that position and was just helping with little things. So it was actually really great because I didn't have to make any really big decisions right out the gate. I wasn't having to do um, any product discovery from scratch at the very beginning of a project, which is super intimidating Um, and also really exciting. But you're like, oh, my gosh, now that I have to actually do it and there's stakes like involved and people that are watching me, Uh, it's a little different than in school. Um, but yeah, I got to do things like I would be in the call and they would be wrapping up the project and they'd say, oh, this one thing needs to be worked through. Do you think, Allison, do you think it should be this kind of thing? Or do you think it should be this? Do you think the users should see it this way? Or should we hide it and then allow them to see it after they do this other thing? Um, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I'm going to take this really seriously and I'm going to think through it and I'm going to give you the best answer I have. And it was really fulfilling just to have those like, easy wins um, and those little tiny things that, yeah, I did, I did have an opinion on, or sometimes I didn't. And I said, so, um, so it was, it was nice to be useful right away. And then 
as we've been wrapping up those projects, which are about to kind of go to general audience, um, I was able to start discovery on a new project, kind of just me and the product manager working through what it needs to be and the details of that. And that has been super fun, but intimidating. And I, I kind of uh, procrastinated parts of it at first because I was like, oh my gosh, I have to talk to people who are making millions of dollars on our platform. I don't like, who am I? Who am I to talk to these people? <laughs> um, we're working through that. I haven't done that part yet. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I did finally reach out to the heads of other departments and, and started to get to know other people. And um, yeah, I finally had to just say, okay, I, I recognize that you are avoiding this because you're scared and intimidated and you have to step forward and do it anyway. And I met with um, the coach, the career coach. So Lambda School had set us up with Modern Health and I met with my career coach about it. And she was like, okay, so I'm noticing that you're relating money and um, people who you know have important positions and money to importance. And why is that? And so I worked through that with her and that was really, really helpful. Um, that was a long answer, but no, that's, that's a great answer. So far. <laughs> awesome. Also, like you mentioned like a few things, it's really amazing. And uh, I think mental health, it's very important. Like people shouldn't like skip this. We are already in like in a crazy time, pandemic, like very challenges we're facing every single time. So please people take care of yourself, like, we deserve, we d- at least like talk to someone, you know, friend, like just tell them what's, what struggle you are, you are going through because it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. It's, we're going to do a whole episode on that in the future, actually, of like mental health. So Allison, if you have anything that you want to contribute to that, let us know. <laughs> oh yeah. I have a yeah. lot of thoughts on that subject. <laughs> cool. <laughs> awesome. That would be amazing, by the way. Yeah. If you can uh, join us because... This is this is very important to us. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But uh, what advice would you uh, would you give to folks who are still looking for a job? Well, it's funny that you would ask that right after what you said because I think my first my first bit of advice is don't be afraid of antidepressants because they can save your life first of all, and then they can help you to keep moving when you start to um, get bogged down or feel bad about yourself. And, you know, it grows into this deep, dark beast of depression and it can, it can change who you are and, um, and, and make you a totally different person. Depression can, and um, antidepressants are, are part of how I'm here. Um, I had to be on them and I did go off of them. Um, just because it was the right time for me, but it helped me to have that like, okay, I'm just going to keep moving approach that I, I wouldn't have had in the past. So that's number one. Um, and then beyond that, I'm always so hesitant to give advice because I know that my situation is unique. I know because I've watched it with my husband that people have been really struggling and that it is not always as simple as just all of these pieces falling into place. And so I, I, with that in mind, um, I think one, use your community, use people. And if you have a resource available to you, use it like the career coaches and um, modern health and things like that. Those were super, super helpful to me. 
Um, and then also don't be afraid of the boring companies. And I say boring with quotation marks because to, to us, it's it once you're in it, you're like, oh, I'm actually making an impact and this is really important to our users. And um, this team is amazing. And all of these things that I would have missed out if I had stayed focused only on Silicon Valley and Fang. And of course I was like, yeah, I want to work at Fang. Like I want that on my resume. I want to look so cool and so important. So I'm going to try really hard to get a job there. And it's so insanely competitive. And it's, it's not just to get the job, it's once you have the job. And what I realized is that what I really want in a job is stability. I wanted really good health insurance. I wanted a boss that was wise and kind. And I wanted a team that was supportive and wasn't going to be cutthroat. Turns out that's what they were looking for too in a designer is somebody who wasn't going to be crazy competitive with their other, uh, with their coworkers. Um, and so I never necessarily would have expected to be working for a company I'd never heard of in a city I had never considered. We moved all the way across the country for this job, um, which is another benefit of RV life. And one of the reasons we did it, one of the reasons we moved into an RV was, hey, we couldn't afford to buy a house and we didn't want to live in the rental we were living in anymore. And B, because we knew that we both would be looking for jobs and um, wanted to be really flexible. And I think that flexibility and that um, willingness to work for somewhere that I had never heard of opened up this amazing opportunity that I never saw coming and I'm so, so grateful for. So yeah, I would say lower your standards a little bit because you might be missing out on something amazing. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, <laughs> Life with cats. Sorry, guys. Um, you guys like, are really easy to please. <laughs> you know, um, you you give us like amazing tips you've been like talking about very important stuff and like i'm so grateful that you are here with us today like i'm really so grateful that you join us like you're amazing um, seconded this is really fun yeah good um, we're glad oh i get to talk heck yeah, <laughs> yeah. tell us all about you that. for however long you want um but yeah, so we're, um, I know you have to go get ready for some meetings, um, and I'm going to have to pay attention to my cats in a minute because they're starting to get destructive, um, <laughs> but we <laughs> would love to know how- kids creeping in behind me. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, um, the, the time is coming. Um, so before we go, how can people get in touch with you? Oh, um, well, if they want to. I haven't been on social media lately because I have been managing my mental health. And part of that has been not doing that. It's been reading instead. <laughs> um, so uh, you can find me on Twitter. It's Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N with one L, Rebecca, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-M, this letter M from Martin. Um, yeah, it's Allison Rebecca Martin all over the place. You can find me on Instagram and um I think even Allison Rebecca Martin at gmail.com might find me. So um, anything like that. And then AllisonRebeccaMartin.com is my uh, portfolio website, which I did check last night is still up. <laughs> and it's gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You're and that's welcome. actually one of the things that um, meeting with friends of friends had helped me with because my portfolio website was super boring before. And it was like just clean and boring because I was like, I want to work. 
kind of for a boring company. It was after I kind of realized that that was what I wanted. Um, and he was like, you know what? This is not you. This is really, really dry. And, and, and look at you, like you're super energetic and you have all of this sparkle and personality. And I was like, well, first of all, okay, what? <laughs> um, and so he was like, illustrate something. Cause I illustrate. And so he was like, yeah, illustrate something. So you'll see if you go to my website that it's very colorful and has a huge illustration when you first get on there. So, um, yeah, go wild. You know, it's your, it's your portfolio website. Go wild. Be yourself. Awesome. Thank you so much for all this information. And yeah. uh, we really appreciate that you joined us today. Uh, hopefully, like, you can join us, like, uh, in the mental health. We, we really appreciate that. Absolutely. Yeah, thanks. Thank you for having me. Yeah, anytime. Um, and have a good travel week. Um, oh, and yes. ha- yeah. Stay home, wear your masks. <laughs> also that, i'm not yes. staying alone but i am staying staying away from the public so yeah perfect all right bye. thanks so much allison bye y'all bye, bye. thank you wow all right, guys that's episode four. Four? Four. Four. um yeah uh thanks so much to allison for taking the time to chat with us um, and as always, thanks to McKinley and Asher of Malemon for recording our amazing song. Uh, you can find them on Spotify at, and Bandcamp. You can also follow them on Instagram at Malemon Forever. And uh, thanks to you guys for taking the time to listen to us. And we hope you have, uh, I guess when you're listening to this, it'll be after Thanksgiving, but we hope you're having a safe holiday week. And like Allison said, stay home, wear your mask, um, take all the precautions, ties in with empathy. Um, And as always, we love feedback. We would love to hear your questions, comments, concerns, ideas, vents, anything you want to talk about. Um, And we acknowledge this is a hard time. So if you just need someone to hang out with, let us know. Um, We would love to hang out with you virtually. Judy, how can people get in touch with us? You guys can find us on uh, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Give Me a Job cast, right? Yeah. Instagram, Give Me a Job podcast. And you guys can email us at givemeajobpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Peace. See you guys.